welcome to episode two of the Interns Handbook, where interns ask other interns the burning questions that we all have concerning internships, like how do you get along with your advisor? Where do you go to get lunch? How do you put out the fire that's been put on the printer? These kind of questions and more answered right now. You know, somehow the answer to all three of those is Subway. You know what? I kind of have to agree with you on that. But anyway, right here with me is Evan Lodge, an intern for the Human Rights Campaign and currently an upperclassman at NYU DC. So why don't you talk about some some of the stuff that you do at HRC, kind of major events that you do oversee, some interesting things. Yeah, so my experience has been a little bit different in that I was brought on in the last hiring wave. I didn't start looking really for an internship uh, until like, oh, I want to say like halfway through January because I was like really disorganized coming in and I wasn't actually sure that I wanted one. I was like considering getting something paid and like more in the in the vein of like working at a retail shop or like waiting tables but then I figured like while I'm here I should probably get an internship and also it turned out to be a, a requirement for me so uh, that was also a motivating factor um, yeah, so they brought someone to last. do something really does make them do something you know there's a uh, human rights campaign that has a really awesome mission they're the biggest uh, huh. You know what? I shouldn't make a claim without researching it first, but I'm pretty sure they are the biggest uh, advocacy group for the LGBTQ plus community in the United States. Uh, I may be incorrect about that, though. Bull Although claims. I couldn't couldn't off the top of my head give another one. How would you measure that kind of uh, uh, sort of metric? Though? By innate goodness, actually. Innate There's goodness. A, a a scale that the government used to publish. They stopped doing it uh, under Trump. Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, and basically, they're like they evaluate every business, and they're like, yes, these people are moral uh, heroes, or these people are villains. Uh, only one out of every, uh, just to be pull a random figure out of the air, uh, one about every twenty five hundred businesses was a would rank on the hero side of that scale. And uh, yeah, that's where I am right now. Is there anything that you'd like to say about your internship? Anything you've learned so far? that might be helpful, might be interesting to someone who might be interested in pursuing such a perilous path as you did. Yes, actually. One of the things that I've been most appreciative about is their approach to education. Uh, they really come at the idea of an internship as it's educational primarily, which is something that I agree with. And so what I mean by that is they'll have uh, free lectures where they provide food for us. Um, not every day, but most days that I'm in the office at least and I've also kind of picked and chosen my office days to be on the days where they have these lectures just because I'm not getting paid so I might as well get some free food Um, but they've been educational in some topics that I did not really receive a good education on growing up in southern Texas so as someone who was barely knowledgeable about the stuff that HRC does how did you try to get yourself into that how did you uh, in turn, try to espouse what HRC uh, is known for and what they're passionate about and what their mission is to others that may might be, may be like you, people who didn't know about or weren't educated about the stuff that HRC is very passionate um, working for. It's always a little bit difficult because uh, even though the movement has gained so much traction, it is still very much a politically divisive thing. The first time I ever met anybody who actually worked there was when we did an in-person tour that was led through NYU. So they just like herded us, herded us all into the conference room and they talked to us about what, uh, things that they do, especially uh, during the Trump years. And I thought it really resonated with me. And also I was still, 
I still have way too much free time in the week, so I was like, I can definitely uh, find like a good five or six hours to just pester these people until they give me an interview. And then finally they interviewed me, and I, yeah, it was a pretty short process after that. I think my team really needed an intern, so I was a sight for sore eyes in some ways. I'm not sure if the ways that you're thinking of are the same ways that I'm thinking of. In this case, no, they are. I mean, I'm I'm very in tune with people. Uh, I have a, mm, I'd say a hundred percent empathy. Hundred percent. Right. Nobody is better at that. Than Nobody me. is, and better. also at modesty. I'm really good at that. I can tell. But is there any nip, any nitpicks about what you do? Anything that you would want to improve yourself and while you're at HRC? There are two things that came to my mind when you asked that question because I did not write these answers down beforehand. You're getting raw, Evan, as it were. Um, the, I would say one thing that bugs me is email communication because me and my I have three different supervisors that I can report to, and I report to them in different circumstances. And uh, one of them literally stands right next to me, and they still communicate with email, which is sometimes very annoying because A, it's clogging up my inbox, and B, it's much better for me to just talk because then I get all the details that I might not have seen in, a, in an email, and also you can't do sarcasm in an email. I read online recently, you should never send an email that you enjoyed writing, and I think that that was very, that's very true. That would make my job much, much less enjoyable then. Yeah, I just try to never send emails now. In fact, I block people who send me emails. Uh, I haven't heard from my managers in weeks. I see. And they still get weekly updates from you, I'm pretty sure I no longer work for them. I just kind of hang around the lobby of HRC, and uh, I get escorted out by security in about 30 minutes. But I, you know, I I do my work. As long as my work gets handed in, what else matters? I see. We'll just have to wait for the next carrier pigeon then to get the message across. You're going to have to change this uh, episode to the uh, the Vagrant's Guide. <laughs> the Vagrant's Handbook, yes. Um, it's all right. We're going to have one outlier among these CA <laughs> upstanding interns. I'm sure you will join them one day. It's like a day. graph of an average that's like, it's all solid, and then it just dips down one. Like, one. There's a just for Grand Evan Canyon, and it's me. Yeah, we just call that the Evan Lodge. Don't worry <laughs> about that. Um, well, thank you very much for coming on. Um, thank you so much for doing your work in HRC, however um, unappreciated it might go sometimes. <laughs> um, I thoroughly did enjoy you waving your flag and it hitting you. Uh, oh, that. yeah, that was fun. I did get on TV. Well. Uh, I, what if I just like gave the URL verbally to, <laughs> to see it? Yeah, for uh, those listening, um, you can check out the Human Rights Campaign on YouTube. They have uh, YouTube.com slash watch slash WHC. No, this no, it's all right. Um, <laughs> but you'll find him soon enough, and you'll find this awkward guy in glasses hitting himself with a flag. That's Evan. Um, say hi. He's famous. Thank you so much for coming on, Evan. Um, we hope to see you around sooner or later. It's goodbye, and guys. Goodbye. So our next guest with us today is an intern at Martha's Table, a volunteer organization in D.C. that helps out with the perhaps the most difficult part of life for many people, and that's kids. So I'm joined with Kellyanne today. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? I'm good. Just Yeah, I'm good. I was supposed to work at Martha's Table today, but then I worked extra hours because I'm going on my trip for a spring break today. I see, overachieving. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, thank you for coming down. 
to spend some time with us. Sure. Um, so, kids, let's start with that. Very hard to deal with, especially younger ones. A lot of people are sort of turned off by internship opportunities at volunteer organizations simply because of the sort of the fact that they have to work with kids. Mm-hmm. So, how has your experience been with kids? How do you, do you like working with them? Mm-hmm. What do you find to be good ways to connect with them? Mm-hmm. I'll start with how I started uh, my experience with Martha's Table. So it it seems to be the opposite for me because I decided to um, work with Martha's Table after I went on the tour to Martha's Table and I found um, what they were doing is pretty cool. So I wrote them an email saying that I um, want to... Um, do an internship or either volunteer work for them because I'm impressed by their work and I like kids. And then um, a week after they got back to me and I walked in to talk with them and there I started. Um, and speaking of working k- with kids, absolutely it's not easy. It's They get annoying all the time, but sometimes they're cute too. For example, when so they have their own ways approaching you and expressing themselves. Um, the kids that I work mostly are toddlers and preschools, so they don't have many words to um, express themselves, especially toddlers, which um, who are mostly two or three years old. And then, so um, I was with my supervisor all the time to the classes. So my supervisor has been working with them for one or two years, right? And so they are the kids are very familiar with um, supervisor and they were um, certainly very close to her. But then I was new to the kids. So when I first went in the classroom, I can feel that they look at me um, differently. And they have, like you can tell they are curious about you and they want to learn about more about you. And then the more I went into the class, the more uh, I feel I get closer to them, even if they don't really talk to me in words. So for example, they will um, sit right next to you, but they don't talk to you. But then you can, because that's their way of expressing I see. So it's like affection. simple actions, but they're yeah. sort of hiding yeah. it behind them. I yeah. See. And then, um, so yesterday when I went, in, went to work and we had, um, we had, this activity and um, when the class was over several of the kids just came up to me and hugged me which I found really cute because that's their way of I don't know I feel like I'm a proof and I'm get getting closer and closer to them and yeah that's pretty sweet I find I see so are there any specific activities that you find to be more successful in getting kids to open up to you um, because I didn't expect kids mm-hmm. to be this sort of complex in how they express their feelings. Yeah. I thought, you know, yeah. they would be, if they liked you, they'd be more direct with it, if not. But yeah. it seems like in your case, they're all reserved. So how do you get that out of them? Um, well, I was I would have to thank my supervisor for that because she took me everywhere to every class so that kids see me more. And um, so the more I am present there, the more... Um, the kids know me. So for example, we have this activity called Piggy Bank, which is basically um, having the kid picking up a penny and put it into um, a piggy bank. And then after they've done this, um, at first I was just sitting there and they were just looking at me um, once in a while, but that's it. Um, But then the third time I believe we did it, um, some of the kids would um, show me their work. 
again without saying anything but they walked up to me and showed me their piggy banks and because you can tell they want your they want you to be proud of them and they want to hear things like oh well done good job and I'm proud of you and stuff like that and yeah that's that's when I started to feel that they cl get closer to me um yeah because I was there a lot with my supervisor and my supervisor introduces me every time and she would assign me some work so for example we have materials for class right and then when the the activity was done she, my supervisor would go like okay give your piggy bank back to miss kelly and that's how they get to know me and i am grateful for that so with a lot of help from your supervisor yeah absolutely well, it sounds like your supervisor still does a lot of work mm -hmm. and um uh, it's been a thought in our heads that in the volunteer organization, the common idea is that you go in, you work, you don't put much input, you just do what they're to you're told to do, and then you walk out, you're done with your job. Um, have you found ways or uh, methods of sort of involving yourself and getting your voice heard by people, like your input uh, taken seriously by your supervisor or anyone higher up in, this, in Martha's Table? Absolutely. So I think in that regard, I am not... Me, personally, I don't go out and say my thoughts very often, but then my supervisor would constantly ask if I'm comf comfortable with what I'm doing right now and if I have any other new thoughts, even if I'm an outsider. So she's been taking education in this for some eight years, and she's professional at this. But then she would still ask for my suggestions for um, activities and what I observed um, from the kids and what I wanted to do basically. So for example, if I wanted to lead the class today or um, any potential improvements for the activities. Um, and that makes me feel included and involved instead of just going in and doing my work and that's it. Um, yeah, that, that I feel that's part of the reason why I like my internship there. I see. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much, Kelly, for coming around here. Um, I know you have a good time on your spring break, but when you come back, please tell us more about you know, your progress, how you're working on kids, how you're uh, getting along in Martha's Table, and hopefully we'll have you back here on the podcast soon. Thank you for having me. Bye. So thank you all for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Intern's Handbook. Come back again two weeks or so for episode three, where we'll have Helena back as host. And thank you very much for listening. Bye. Mm -hmm.